Got it working that time, brother. So, so now, All right. now, uh, what we're gonna do today is uh, we're gonna look at the the parables um, of the talents and the pounds, and they're found in Matthew. the 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 parable of the talents is found in Matthew, and the parable of the pounds is found in Luke, and maybe about two and a half years ago I was at a church service and the pastor was uh, teaching on these parables and he said that they are the same but we're gonna look at them today and we're going to see that they are not the same. All right. So the first one we're going to look at is the parables uh, or the parable of the talents. Okay. So go to Matthew 25. Matthew 25 and uh, we'll read verses 14 to 30. Matthew 25, verses 14 to 30. And then after we read this, then, then we'll, we'll look at uh, some of the, the verses. Um, and uh, we'll see what's going on there. And then uh, I'll try to explain it a little bit. And then, then uh, we'll go over to Luke. And read about the pounds. All right, are you there, brother? I am. All right, starting in verse 14, the King James Bible says, For the kingdom of heaven, that should be your first clue. The kingdom of heaven. All right, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same, and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he, that had received, uh, but he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. Verse 19. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. 
Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things, I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things, I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Then he which had received the, the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. Verse 25. And I was afraid, and went, and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there has that is thine. There thou hast that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers, and then at my coming I should have received mine own with usury. Take therefore the talents from him, and give it unto, unto him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath for unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. And then verse 30. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Mm. Alright. So, with this, with this parable in Matthew we have to remember that Matthew is written to the Jews that's right amen it is not written to the body of Christ the church okay and so with this parable in Matthew it deals with the kingdom of heaven It does not deal with the kingdom of God. And kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God, they are not the same. The kingdom of heaven is a literal, physical, Davidic kingdom that Christ will set up at his second coming. And he will rule from Jerusalem for 1,000 years on the throne of David. Alright, so... Uh, look at Daniel 2.44. Daniel 2.44. And let's, let's read um, uh, also verse 43. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. And then verse 44, And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. 
That is that is a physical kingdom. Right? The kingdom of heaven. Now, uh, another thing that you're going to see in this parable here is the money that is given to these servants. Okay, um, let's see. Matthew 25 in our text verses, verse 15. You want to read that, brother? Okay. You said verse 15? Yes. Okay. It says, And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Yes. So, notice the money that is given to the servants. is called talents. Talents is a Jewish weight. Okay, and you're going to see also that with these talents, there are uh, given to the servants different amounts. One he gave five, one he gave two, and... Um, and to the other one okay so they are different amounts um, then you're gonna see at the very end of, uh, of this parable you're gonna see that the unprofitable servant he uh, he gets cast into hell and then eventually the lake of fire. And you'll see that in uh, in verse twenty nine uh, to uh, to thirty. For unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now. I noticed something because uh, I, I was reading uh, Dr. Ruckman's commentary and I, and, uh, I was reading uh, Brother Huffman's um, footnotes and they both were saying that the unprofitable servant was uh, cast into hell. But correct me if I'm wrong brother but outer darkness is not hell. Outer darkness is the lake of fire. Am, am I correct on that? Uh, I, I believe you're correct, brother. Because that—that's why—that's why I believe that. That uh, some some say that uh, the lake of fire is at the bottom of the universe, the outer darkness. Hell is in. 
so the heart of the earth as as Christ said that's not outer so all right but that is that's just something that caught my eye and and uh, and I wanted to to bring that up to you you know just to to see what what you thought about it but I, but I saw that and I was like wow you know so yeah I was just there thinking about that I was I was trying to picture the verses together in my mind and it's I believe you're correct yeah so I I believe that that is that is the lake of fire okay and and so so what we are dealing with here in, in this parable in uh, Matthew is the tribulation uh, period the seven-year tribulation period and the church will not go through that right um, this is dealing with um, those that you know the unprofitable servant you know they uh, didn't endure unto the end All right, so we're dealing with faith plus works. All right, look at Revelation 12. Revelation 12 and verse... Verses 17, no, let's read 16 to 18. You want to read that, brother? Revelation chapter 12. Yeah, Revela yeah. Revelation 12, let's see. I was in 13, my, my fault. Yeah. Re Revelation yeah. 12, verse 17. Okay. It says, and the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Yes. So in the tribulation period, they will have to keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. All right. Now, Revelation 14. Revelation 14, verses 9 to 12. You can read that also, brother, if you like. Amen. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone, in the presence of the holy angels, and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day nor night, who worship the beast and his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. All right. So here you'll see in the tribulation period, uh, they are going to have to have patience, keep the commandments of God, 
and the faith of Jesus. If they take the mark of the beast, which is not 666, that's the number of the beast. But if, if, uh, if they take the mark, they're finished. There is no salvation for them at all. And they will be cast into the lake of fire. Okay. And so now also with uh, the account in Matthew. There are three servants. Alright now. So there you have some things with that parable. Now, now go to Luke 19. And we'll read uh, about the pounds. Luke 19 and um, verses 11 to 27. Are you there? I am. All right. And as they heard these things, he added and spake a parable because he was nigh to Jerusalem and because they thought that the kingdom of God, see that? Kingdom of God. <laughs> oh, and by the way, in, in Matthew, brother, uh, that is the only book where you're going to see the kingdom of heaven. And Mark, Luke, and John is kingdom of God. Amen. Alright. Uh, he, he said therefore, verse 12, He said therefore a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. But the citizens hated him and, and sent a message unto him saying, We will not have this man reign over us. And it come to pass that when he was returned, having received the kingdom, then he commanded these servants to be called unto him, to whom he had given the money. They might know how much every man had gained by trading. Then came the first, saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained ten pounds. And he said unto him, Well, uh, well thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in uh, very little have thou authority over ten cities. And the second came, saying, Lord, thy pound had gained five pounds. And he said, Likewise to him, Be thou also over five cities. Another came, saying, Lord, behold, here is thy pound, which I have kept uh, laid up in a napkin. For I feared thee, because thou art an astur man. Thou takest up that thou layest not down, and reapest that thou didst not sow. And he said unto him, Out of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant. Thou knowest that I was an austere man, taking up that I laid not down, and reaping that I did not sow. Wherefore then gavest not thou my money into the bank, that my coming I might have required my own with usury. Usury is interest, by the way. And he said unto man. them that stood by, Take from him the pound, and give it to him that hath ten pounds. And they said unto him, Lord, he hath ten pounds. 
For I say unto you that unto every one which hath shall be given, and from him that hath not, even that he shall even that he hath shall be taken away from him. And then verse twenty seven But those my enemies which would not that I should reign over them, bring hither and slay them before me. Alright, so here's what we see in this parable. Alright, in in Luke. Uh, this parable is dealing with the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is a literal, invisible kingdom that is inside each and every believer. Right? It's not physical. All right, look at... Luke 17. Luke 17, verses 20 and 21. You want to read that, brother? Absolutely. It says, And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered, and he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation, Neither shall they say, Lo here, or lo there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Yes. So, notice in verse 20, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. You can't see it. Okay, and then in verse 21, Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is inside every believer. All right, now look at Romans 14, 17. Romans 14, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost okay so in in Matthew we're dealing with the kingdom of heaven which is physical and uh, in uh, in uh, Luke we're dealing with the kingdom of God which is spiritual Now, let's see. Let's go back to, to Luke again. Um, in our text verses, Luke 19. Verses 11 to 27. All right, in, uh, in verse 12, he said, Therefore, a certain nobleman, went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. That nobleman, brother, is Jesus Christ. Hmm. Went, went into a far country. Then, you will see um, also in Luke that the weights that we're dealing with the money is called 
pounds. What is the money in in Great Britain? It's pounds. So we're dealing with Gentiles in this parable in, in Luke. Right? And in this parable, the servants, uh, they are given the same amount, which is one, one pound each. They're given the same. In Matthew, they were given different amounts. Then, in this parable in, in Luke, the unprofitable servant, he loses his inheritance. In verse 26, Alright, but he does not get sent to the lake of fire. Alright, in Matthew, the unprofitable servant goes to the lake of fire. In Luke, he does not. He loses his inheritance. Alright, so in Luke, we're dealing with church age saints. Right. And in Luke, we have ten servants. In Matthew, we had three. So, the number ten, when it comes to Bible study, the number ten is the number of the Gentiles. Yeah. Okay, so so in Matthew we're dealing with the Jew, in Luke we're dealing with Gentiles. Right? and so in in Luke, notice in verse thirteen also that he says, "Occupy till I come." What does occupy mean? Uh, the word occupy is found in the Bible two times in two verses. The first being Ezekiel 27, 9, and the last being Luke 19, 13. So let's go to Ezekiel 27 and let's see, let's see if we can get a definition. Ezekiel 27. Ezekiel 27, verse 9. All right. You want to read that, brother? So the ancients of Gibel and the wise men thereof were in thee, thy caulkers, all the ships of the sea, with their mariners, were in thee to occupy thy merchandise. Yes. So from that verse, 
from the first time Occupy is used there, we can see what Occupy means. It means like buy, sell, trade. Okay? So, the Christian is to be busy about his father's business. At the judgment seat of Christ, we will either receive rewards or we will lose them. Notice also in this parable in Luke that those that, that were profitable they were given authority over cities. For the Christian our inheritance will be to reign with Christ if we suffer for him if we do not suffer for him then he will deny us look look at second um, Timothy chapter 2 Let's see, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12. You want to read that, brother? It says, If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. Yes. So, if, the word if is a condition. If we suffer... We shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. So, how can we deny Christ? Titus 1.16 will tell us. Titus 1.16 says, They profess that they know God, but in works they deny him being abominable and disobedient and to every good work reprobate so if we don't suffer for Christ we will not reign we, we will lose that inheritance now if you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3 you will see the judgment seat of Christ. So let's read, brother, verses 9, uh, verses 9 to 17. And you can read that, brother, if you like. Okay. It says, For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man 
take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Amen. Alright, so so our works are going to be made manifest. They're going to be made known, whether they're good or bad. You know, and uh, if, if those works burn up, then we lose our rewards. If, uh, if they don't burn up, if they abide in the fire, then we receive a reward. But even if we do not get any rewards, we're still saved. Our salvation is not taken away from us. Alright, so, so now, um, the levels, the levels of trading uh, that you see in these parables, or in that parable in, uh, in Luke, um, they match the levels of fruit bearing in John 15. So look at John 15. John 15 verses 1 to 5. Let's see. Yeah, John 15 verses 1 to 5. I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Wait a minute. Am I right here? Yeah, I'm right. Okay. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide Abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. So in uh, in John 15, 2, you're going to see fruit. In John 15, 2, you're going to see more fruit. And in John 15, 5, you're going to see much fruit. All right, that's that's the same as the parable. 
in in Luke. All right. Now, also, you're going to see in this parable in in Luke, uh, you're going to see that the unprofitable servant said that he feared. He feared him. But that is the wrong kind of fear. A proper fear, fear of the Lord, a proper fear should lead a person to do right. 2 Corinthians 7 verse 1. Second Corinthians seven verse one. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Now look at Proverbs 22, verse 4. Proverbs 22, verse 4. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Now look at Psalms 34. Psalms 34 verses 11 to 14. And you can read that, brother, if you like. Come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days, that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Amen. All right, so that fear that that servant had was the wrong type of fear right? fear I, I've heard preachers say that fear is uh, excuse me fear is reverence to God but a person can reverence God but not fear him Right? And the proper fear, as I said, should lead a person to do right. You know, God is a holy God. He's just. Right? And, and so we should, we should fear, you know, the, the consequences of, of, our, of our sin, uh, being chastised by God. And so that's what the fear of God is. All right. So what we have here, I'll say this and, uh, and I will be finished with this study. 
but what we have here uh, with the, the parable of talents, faith plus works, uh, earned salvation, um, that's dealing with tribulation workers who do not endure unto the end. And then in the parable of the pounds, church age saints that lose rewards, but they do not go to hell and eventually into the lake of fire. Alright, so so these two parables, even though they they look almost the same, their similarities, they are different. Dealing with different doctrines. Right? And things that are different are not the same. Amen? Amen. All right, so that is the study on those parables. Do you, you have anything to add, brother? Oh, not, nothing at all, brother. It was awesome. Amen. 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 Praise God. So, all right, then. So we will we'll go ahead and uh, play the outro, and we will be finished, brother. Man. Thank you.